Hello everybody, good afternoon <laughs> and welcome to church at the home, from our home. Guys, it is so delightful to have you all connecting with us um, at this time. We really are delighted. It's lovely to see your names coming up uh, on Facebook and Instagram um, as you join us. So you are indeed most welcome to church in our home this morning. Uh, we bring you lots of love and greetings and um, hope you're all doing well guys in this season of lockdown hope you and yours are well and um, we're all doing good great great we're uh, getting into kind of it's like a normality you kind of get into a drum beat rhythm, and yeah. a rhythm um, of what it's like in lockdown um, so um, but you know I was thinking during the week that um, even in the rhythm of things, sometimes we can say, oh gosh, what I was kind of saying during the week, oh, I wish I could see the loved ones that I am missing most, and I wish we could do that. And, and, I, and I was reminded of, of um, a scripture in the Psalms, Psalm 118 in particular, and it says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. We will rejoice, rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. You know, and I think for, for me, and uh, there was one day during the week where I was particularly, probably lonely for people I want to give a hug to. Um, and I just was reminded to say, Denise, this is the day that the Lord mm. has made. Be, I have so much to give thanks for. I have so much to be grateful for. I'm alive. God has made me, given me breath in my lungs. He's put a roof over my head. He's given us food on the table. We have so much, so much mm. to be thankful for. Um, so in this season where there's lots of, well, I wish I was doing that and I wish I could do that or whatever, sometimes we have to sit back and say, God, you've given us today. This is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and I will be glad of it. Even today, I'm so glad we've got the technology because if this was happened in the recent past, we wouldn't have been able to do Hallelujah. church at home. We wouldn't have been able to do connect with you. So I thank God that we have the technology, yeah. that we can bring you into our home, that we can share with each other and that we can hear the word. So thank you, Lord, for the technology. Amen. Thank you for today. Thank you for our blessings. Uh, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Here's a few notices for the coming week. Remember, you can catch us on demand anytime on YouTube, search Grace Church Cork, or you can listen to our podcasts, apparently they're hugely popular, on our website, graceireland.ie forward slash podcasts. If you're watching on Facebook, I know you can't do it on Instagram, but on Facebook, would you consider just clicking share right now or right at the end? And that way we spread the word and more and more people join our online community. It's so easy. Click! And loads of people hear all about it. Not just that, but there's loads of things happening online for our church community. Denise, you're going to tell Guys, us about a few. Yeah, Grace, Grace Kids uh, continues uh, online uh, every week. This is their third week. Alan and Charlene Murray are doing such a fantastic job. Hi, guys. Alan and Charlene. Hi, guys. Love you loads. Guys, thank you so much. I, uh, Alan and Charlene, for the parents who are listening and who have not yet connected in, please uh, connect in with these guys. Connect in to Grace Kids uh, uh, at, uh, at our online. They have now set up a, uh, a Grace Kids 
a Facebook page, which is a private page where parents can share uh, the activities that the kids are doing. Uh, they've also sent out every, they sent it out yesterday, I, was, I enjoyed your home uh, church video. Uh, where they have music and they have the different kids joining in and they have a message and they have activity sheets. Guys, you're doing a fantastic job. Well done. Stay connected to Grace Kids. And as you can see, the email is there. And see the way we spell it? K-I-D-Z. Or should I say Z? We're so American. No, kidschurch at graceisland.e. They'll email it out to you every week, worksheets and all the rest of it. It's not just children that are looked it's after. teenagers. Wow, guys. So our teenagers have uh, online church every Sunday at half past one um, on Instagram uh, with Dara and she's connecting and uh, to the to the teens in Grace. I know Megan is uh, talking today. Uh, they have lots of chats and quiz and 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 uh, connecting together for an hour at half past one every Sunday on Instagram. Well done, Tribe Youth Church. So not only do we have Sunday and Tuesday live, not only do we have children and teenagers, we're also rolling out prayer pods through Zoom. Now we've got about 14 that we just quietly started. Thank you to Barry and Joanne Condon. Thank You've been doing great jobs, guys, starting this up from Cafe Church, I know. Uh, tribe have them, men, men and women's group have them, but we're rolling them out widely across the church. Basically, you can either join a prayer pod, which can be as little as 15 minutes, the leader will choose the time and the day, or you can widen it into a community hangout. We're, tr we're doing everything we possibly can mm -hmm. to keep nearly one and a half thousand people in our community connected. So prayer pods, you can see it, go on our website, the one here is prayer.graceireland.ie and you can see how that is done. Also, we want to thank everyone from the bottom of our heart who's been making donations. Amen. Because we know it's a difficult time for mm -hmm. so many. But you can donate and besides standing order through the bank, you can also just go on your phone, type in give numeral to graceireland.ie or you can go on our website graceireland.ie Click the donate button, it takes 30 seconds to fill out a debit card donation. God bless you guys and honestly thank you. Again, thanks for tuning in guys. Here's my message and the time that I have. Uh, I want to talk today about the Good Samaritan and I'm calling this Pass Me Not Good Samaritan. Now none of us can go on a physical journey right now, but I'm asking everyone watching in to go on a journey in your mind's eye, just for one minute. Can you do that, guys? One minute. So just picture yourself in this situation. It's about seven, half a seven in the evening, in the middle of winter here in Cork. And it's dark, and it's raining, and it's cold. You've been up for 12 hours at work, and you're driving home. You've driven up a hill. And as you come over the brow of the hill, you're going down the hill, you press the brakes in your car because the two cars in front of you are slowing down. Suddenly your brakes are gone, just like that. Car's been serviced and all that, but the brakes are just gone. You have to make a quick call. Do you go right into the car in front of you? Smash. You can't go to the left because there's no hard shoulder. So what you do is you make a quick decision and you go across the oncoming traffic and you try and weave through the cars coming the opposite direction and you end up going on a grass verge and you crash in to the crash barrier.
That's a true story because that happened to my beloved daughter Dara, who you'll see in about a quarter of an hour. And it happened to her, uh, I think it was November, December, something like that. And for Dara, it happened uh, just on the Yall Bypass. Do you know what happened though? Someone who was right behind her saw everything. And that woman, her name is Helen, and I know, I think you tune in sometimes, Helen. She was with her teenage son, Shane. They were going to go to Lidl to buy some groceries. And what they did was they pulled over and they went straight over to my daughter, Dara, who had just stopped the car to see if they could help. Now, lots of people could have gone on, but they made a decision to stop. You see, even though Dara wasn't hurt, the car was bashed, but she wasn't hurt. But what about if it was you? Some of us react in different ways. Some of us, um, literally, maybe you'll start crying. Maybe you'll freeze up. Maybe your head will go to another place. Maybe you'll start shaking. And so this lady, Helen, and her son, Shane, went in, sat with my daughter, Dara, comforted her, refused to leave until about a half an hour later, some of us from the family could make it. You know what that woman was? On her way shopping in Lidl, like maybe you'll be doing tomorrow, she was a good Samaritan. A stranger out of the blue helped someone. I'm going to talk today about the Good Samaritan that we read about in the Bible. And I'm going to tell you straight up, today's part one. Some of us looking in today, maybe it's you, need a Good Samaritan in our lives. Mm. And then more of us need to be the Good Samaritan. And whether that's picking up the phone and saying hello, or whether that's doing a bit of shopping for someone or whatever. What does the Bible say? Well, Luke 10 is a great way to look at it. If you want to read the full account of a very interesting conversation, you can read it from verse 29 to 35. I'm going to pick up verse 25 to 37. Uh, sorry, 29 to 35 today, but the full one is verse 25 to 37. So I'm going to just read the scripture here, the first bit of it, and let's see what it says. You can see it here in the screen behind me. Let's hang in there and read it. So we're told, a Jewish lawyer wanting to justify himself asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, a man was going from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him, they beat him, they obviously robbed him and they left him half dead. A Jewish priest was on the same road, but when he saw that man, he passed by on the other side. Shortly afterwards, a Levite did exactly the same. But when a Samaritan saw him, he took pity on him. He bandaged his wounds and he poured on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his donkey and took him to an inn and cared for him. Next day, he left sufficient funds or money for the innkeeper to look after him, saying, when I return, I will pay you for any extra costs. Straight away, guys, we're told, may God bless his word to our souls, that this was a Jewish lawyer and he wanted to justify himself to Jesus. So he said, who is my neighbor? Um, this guy wasn't a Pharisee. The Jewish lawyers were a different breed. So he probably came with fairly good intentions. But I don't know about you, but sometimes a dynamic kicks into a conversation and the other person, or maybe yourself or me, it's like we get defensive. 
a dynamic kicks in and we don't know where it's going and we kind of get defensive. That happened here and the guy starts asking this question, who exactly is my neighbour? Because previous to this, he had quoted the scripture where he said, how do you know you love? You're, you're a believer. It's because you love God and you love your neighbour as yourself. Now, this parable came to mind because I've been walking in and out the road where we live here in Gweltoch Narena, if you're looking in from the neighbourhood, and I noticed as I was walking out the road, some people would cross the road as if I had the plague. And they'd have a terrible, serious face. It's like they would run in case they picked up something from me. Honestly, I understand it. Thankfully, recently, people are a bit more relaxed. Everyone is smiling and saying hello. It doesn't seem as tense from what I can see. But I began to think about the people who avoided this, um, uh, this guy who was on the Jerusalem to Jericho road. Here's a couple of basic points just so we get the full picture. Hope you're still connecting in. I'm going to sing a song, by the way, uh, in about five minutes. And when we sing it, I'm going to ask you if you're going to sing along, that you would send in a thumbs up emoji on our comment line on Facebook or Instagram. And... This is how we keep our community interactive. So if you're watching this and you're not connecting, you know, it's very easy. No one's going to judge you. Just send in a thumbs up if you're willing to sing along in five minutes. But hang in there until then. The Jericho Road was notorious in Palestine back then. Because it was one of the most dangerous roads you can go on. So all of the people who were listening to Jesus straight away would have gone, He was on the Jericho Road on his own. What kind of a fool was he? He's a right idiot, as we say in Cork. You see, how people usually travelled is they travelled in a caravan back then. Now, not a caravan you tow on the back of your car, but a whole load of people would travel together so that they would have a bit of security. So, the fact that he was on the Jericho Road, he was really bringing trouble on himself. And of course, we read that when the robbers robbed him, they left him half dead. He's lying there and he's injured. You read earlier on how one of the Jewish priests avoided him as if he had the plague, passed by on the other side. The Levite, who was another type of Jewish priest, did exactly the same. And really, these guys should know better because they knew the scripture, their office, their ministry, really should mean that they should show a bit of kindness but they didn't. They were just into themselves and they passed by on the other side. But then guys were told that a Samaritan, and were told in verse 33, when he saw this poor man, he had pity on him. What's this like? Do you know what it's like? It's a bit like in Ireland, maybe 20 years ago, if you go up to Derry and an IRA terrorist was injured on the road and an orange man came over and helped him. You see, the Samaritans and the Jews were terrible enemies. Or maybe in Iraq two years ago, if an Islamic State terrorist was injured and a Yazidi, who they tried to kill and wipe off the planet, went over and helped him. It's that kind of shocking thing. His own people wouldn't help him, but the sworn enemy, as a race, came over and helped him. So this has really got everybody's attention. And then we're told that this man poured in the oil and the wine. Eh? 
What's that about? Pouring in oil and wine? Now in Ireland, we don't grow olive olives for olive uh, for olive oil, and we obviously don't grow grapes for wine. So this is a bit different to us. I tell you though, what we do have before I go into this, we do have loads of milk in Ireland, and we've loads of honey. You can see cows everywhere, and I'm sure you've been stung by a bee. So really, to use a biblical metaphor, Ireland is the land of milk and honey. Dear old Ireland, old Erin is really the promised land, my children. So if you're watching this from someplace other than Ireland, you need to know that Ireland is the promised land. Anyway, what was he doing? Pouring in oil and wine. Very simply, wine has alcohol in it. And so straight away that would have cleansed the wound. It's a natural antiseptic. And then the oil, the olive oil, is like a compound and that would block any new infection from coming in. So he poured in wine so that it was killing infection and then the oil was blocking it. Well now, I have here in my hand some lovely olive oil. So he poured in the olive oil to the wound. So there you can see a little bit of lovely olive oil going into the wound. Actually, it's Irish rapeseed oil, but don't tell anyone. That's all I had to hand. But he poured in the oil, and then he poured in the wine. Denise is a terror for the old bottle of wine. Yes. No, she's not. She's not. She's not. This is an old bottle of wine we've had for many years, my children. This is a bottle of Merlot, but he poured in then the wine. You see, in Ireland, this doesn't mean anything to us, but you need to get the story. Oil and wine. And so the guy's wounds begin to heal and the guy begins to recover. Isn't that what Jesus does in your life and my life? Amen. If we've never known Jesus, if he's some distant cloud figure to us, that's what he does. Mm. You might say, I'm not wounded. Yes, you are. And so am I. We're wounded from maybe in our hearts from a relationship that hurt us. Or maybe we're wounded from a wrong decision or from an addiction or from something in childhood. There's a whole load of things. Maybe it's a sickness. Maybe it's a depression. But he pours in oil and wine. Mm. That's what he does to anyone on the Jericho Road of life. Now I'm about to sing a song, so I want everyone to get their keyboards ready. I don't know if you know this old song. This is, I think, probably the first or second song I ever heard. We're doing Church in the House. It's all about trying to replicate what some of us, I know we've about one and a half thousand meet well, before coronavirus, but you know, when we started off, some of us oldies, we were just small groups and houses. And we're trying to bring that back again. And we didn't have a guitar and we sang songs mm. like this. Mm. I don't know how many people know it, but if you're willing to sing it with me, he poured in the oil and the wine. Just send a thumbs up on the comment line and let's see how many are singing. Are you ready to start with me, girls? Are we coming on? The two girls are going to no. sing along. Okay. No, no, it's all about me. No. Oh, are you coming on? Oh, okay. You're going to have a big team. You stand over there. I think the guys can see. Do you know he poured in the oil and the wine? Let's try and get a right note. He poured in the oil and the wine. The kind that restored my soul. He found me on the Jericho Road. And he poured in.
I hope you were singing. You might say, that's stupid, because no one can hear me singing, I'm on my own. God can hear you. It's all about us singing to the Lord, and this song celebrates that fact. Let me give you a quote from someone from this era. Famous British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher said this, Nobody would remember the Good Samaritan if he only had good intentions. So if the Good Samaritan just had a nice feeling about helping the guy, but still kept on going, we wouldn't be talking about him today or listening about him today. Nobody would know it. You know, I knew someone many years ago who used to say that every time they saw news on the TV about a disaster like an earthquake or a war, they used to always say, I always cry for them people. And one day I heard this a few times and I asked that lady, I said, do you ever actually send any money to help them? Or do you get involved as a volunteer to train with one of the charities helping these people? And she said, no, 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 I just cry for them. And I thought, you know, grand, but where can I cash that in? Do you know what? Having a nice feeling is fine. It's the beginning, but it can't end there. So just like I never thought I'd be quoting Margaret Thatcher, not my kind of politics, but Margaret Thatcher, nobody would remember him if he only had good intentions. You know what you and I have to do? We got to translate. Like online, you click Google Translate. You translate from your good intention into some action. So I'm going to call Dara on. You can come back on Dara after your fantastic appearance as a singer. But we're going to, I'm going to ask Dara to pray. And I'm going to ask you to consider this. Which one of you here today actually needs a good Samaritan in your life? If you're a man, brothers, I know it's very hard for us to ask for help, particularly in an emotional area. If you feel isolated or alone, you got to let some of us know so we can connect and reach out to you. If you need someone to do something practical, like do shopping for you, let us know. We've got loads of people who want to help. Mm -hmm. Equally, if you're willing to help, but it's just a good feeling, how about you translate it and saying, you know what? I'm ready to help in any way. So I'm going to ask Dara to pray for this as we come towards the close. Mm -hmm. Don't hang up yet. We know. <laughs> But let's pray together. So Amen. wherever you are watching on your phone, maybe you're watching using your TV or on your laptop, can you join with us in prayer? We're going to close our eyes and pray before we do the final bit of our gathering Amen. today. Dara. Amen. Uh, it's just as my dad said, if you haven't been to church before, uh, prayer is just a way of talking to God. Um, so if you're comfortable with it, what we're going to do here, and we'd encourage you to do at home, is we're just going to close our eyes so that mm. we can concentrate on what we're saying mm. um, and if you're comfortable you can lift your hands it's a sign of surrender to Jesus or if you have people that you're living with who are watching this with you why don't you put a hand on their shoulder um, you can put a hand on my shoulder too yeah, thanks very much so we're going to pray so if you want to join us feel free to do so okay so God we thank you for today we thank you that we're alive and Amen. we don't take that for granted Amen. we pray Lord that whatever we need to be, that we would be that. So if we're in a place at the moment where we need a good Samaritan to come into our life, we need someone to reach out, we need someone to do something practically for us, mm. we need someone to love us through this time, mm. to encourage us. We pray, God, for a divine relationship Amen. to happen. Hallelujah. I pray even in this uh, live at the moment on Facebook and Instagram that these chats 
could potentially lead to other chats for Amen. people. Mm-hmm. We just pray that you would send angels into conversations and that they would be words in season. Amen. So whatever we need, and you know our needs, and you mm-hmm. are a good God, and you are a good Father, you don't, um, you don't leave us without. We just pray, God, that you would hear our cry and Amen. hear our prayers. Yes. God, I also pray for those of us who need to be Samaritans for other people. Mm-hmm. We know that their people are struggling. Um, maybe it's, as Dad said, you're literally going into the shops during the week and God tells you to say something to someone that we would do that. Maybe mm-hmm. it's physically helping someone lift their shopping. Maybe it's just calling someone or sending a text. Amen. Maybe it's the people in our own homes, mm. God, to give us mm. eyes to see that we don't become so complacent mm. with what's going on. Maybe it's the neighbour next door. We pray, Lord, that we would be good Samaritans. Amen. We ask Amen. your Holy Spirit to speak to us yes. during this time um, and that we would lean in to whatever you need. Refresh oh, us, yes. restore us, yes. and give us strength. Amen. And for everyone watching right now, we pray for you and the people that you love. Yes. Mm. We pray for a sound mind. Yes. We pray for hearts that are full yes. of passion for Jesus. And we pray the Levitical prayer that we always pray nearly Amen. every Sunday in church. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance and give you his peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Dara. So guys, last slide, and that is Tuesday night, we're going to do part two of today's talk. We like to try and keep it to about 30, 35 minutes per session so that it's not too much. But there is more. If you're still hungry, we'd love you to join us at half past seven Tuesday night. Remember also, at half past one, the teenagers are on Instagram live. Mammy. Not for you. Daddy. Mm-mm. Granny. Granddad. Not for you. It's only for teenagers. Don't be snaking in for now. Look, no. give them a bit of space. There's a lot of good youth leaders leading them. Amen. So mammies make the dinner or daddies make the dinner. Leave the teenagers alone. We're going to close now. We're going to play a little bit of music. Leave the slide on. Want to say a huge thank you again to everyone who joined in. If you're on Facebook, please click share now if you haven't done it. Thank you for the loads of people who've uh, interacted on our comment line. We hope to continue Tuesday night. God bless you guys. Amen. Bye.